antediluvian pat o'toole and all his fleet of sail by william theodore parks read for LibriVox.org, by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c while poking my umbrella into the cracks and crannies that serve to vary the monotonous setting of the stones of a certain pyramid of egypt i scraped away a portion of mortar or cement and was agreeably surprised by discovering a roll of what i fondly hoped might be a bundle of faded bank of england notes but on closer inspection it proved to be a scroll of papyrus thickly covered with curious hieroglyphics they throw a misty light on the history of the o'toole's for written in a strange mingling of blank verse and ballad metre they purport to give a correct version of the account of the deluge in which disaster it appears that a worthy ancestor of the said family played a conspicuous and important part an addenda accounting for their presence in the pyramid is appended and contains the plausible statement that it was actually a descendant of the said o'toole who designed and built the tombs of the pharaohs and adopted this subtle means of sending his name down to these remote ages some savants and egyptologists will cavil at this startling information but i happen to be in possession of a three-cornered cipher that runs through the composition of their architecture which will be of convincing merit when i have time to issue the seven folio volumes which i am not preparing at present in connection with this important subject the opening line proves that the ballad must have been composed at a much earlier period than that of the deluge twas in the real old ancient times when there wasn't any probability of truth at all in anything before the world was dethroned and the people spoke in irish with a wonderful facility before their understanding wore be foreign tons confounded it was just about this period of the fine old ancient history of mournful earth that pat o'toole the irishman was born he gave the information in a noisy intimidation of his presence rather early on a winsome monday morn but it is not all out particular or anything material to the truth concerning all about the narrative i've spun the story of his birth or the mirth upon this earth that shook his father's rafters with rousing rounds of fun when pat at last had come of age it took a hundred years or so for then the men lived longer and a miner wasn't free to slip out of the chancery and from his legal infancy to come into his property till the end of a century well it was just about that time a floatin big menagerie was being built by noah in the exhibition trade he advertised and posted it 
got editorial puffs on it explaining that twould be the best that ever yet was made he had pasted up on walls drawn out in yellow red and green a lion tamer too was through in puce and royal blue a hairy bowed gorilla new he got from mosso du chalu an elephant with trunk haru the plazurus an emu a wild hoopoo a cockatoo and the boxin kangaroo he had it hoarded round away from them that didn't want to pay and guarded all be polis in a private public park he paid a man that cried hooray in shouts you'd hear a mile away come in and see the menagerie that's cotch for noah's ark come look at the wild menagerie before the flood of wet comes down for then ye won't have time to see ye'll all be drownded then the glass is goin down to-day and sure from far america a blizzard on the thrack i hear so lose no time come in twas then o'toole the irishman pushed wid his elbows through the crowd he dropped his tanner and he went into the show that day and as he thraped along the decks and in the hold and up and down he sudden got a pleasin thought and then he went away he kept the secret to himself and never told a single soul he kept it dark so there was none to budge or tell the tale he went to father mooney and he took the pledge again the drink and in the sheds of his back yard he built a fleet of sail he whistled as he worked and took a soothin whiff of honest weed that wasn't dutherated wild cabbage laves or such i'll prove that noah's out of it he sung and took an airy fit of step dancin i'll make a hit and lave him on a crutch he saw that noah advertised in notices around about he'd have to charge the passengers to save them from the flood twas such a dirty selfish trick that nobody could stand to it but like a through-born irishman sees pat says he i could collect them all both great and small and won't give them a chance at all i'll spoil his speculation and i'll save them from the flood with that he wandered round the world and gathered curiosities of every sortins of the male and of the female kind and then embarked them on his fleet until he had them all complete he didn't leave a quadrupled or bird or midge behind he kept the secret to himself and never went upon the thrink and out of every pub they missed his presence round the town until the sky was gettin dark and then the hatches of the ark 
were overhauled by Noah, and the went came pelting down. Then Jasaph, Shem, and Ham stood on the threshold of their father's ark, and shouted to the thousands that were in the teeming rain, Shut up your umbrellas quick, and save yourselves for half a crown. You never have a chance like this in all your lives again, for if you want to save your wives, or if you'd like to love your wives, or maybe wish to save your lives, it's half a crown come in. The world will be all drowned soon. We know it be the rising moon. A wheel of mist is round her boys. Come in, save your skin. The charge was rather high, and so they didn't get a soul to go, for then the raw mint was low and everyone was poor. Ah, what's the use of bawling there, says Noah, from his easy chair? You're only blathering to the air. Come in and hasp the door. Just then the water's running high, the people all began to cry, and scramble to the places try, as fast as they could wail. When all at once they seen a show, for from the distance down below came Captain Pat O'Toole Hero, and all his fleet of sail. He scattered life belts in the flood, and empty casks and chunks of wood, and everything he possibly could, with nets and ropes and thongs. He dragged them in by hook or crook, a tinker king, a thramp or duke, by fish and mine or anchor fluke, and several pairs of tongs. The elephant loaned out his trunk, to male or female in their funk, of water without whiskey drunk, and raising though the wreck cold deluge teeming round giraffe and ostrich scoured the ground and ever drowning soul they found they saved them by a neck for pat was known to bird and baste of kindly heart and so a taste of pleasing gratitude they placed for help of captain pat while fore and aft and every tack the captain scrambled like a black with freight of men his punts to pack in specks and bright top hat on lair board or starboard side whichever drowin crowds he spied he dragged them in wid wholesale pride a quick as jumpin cat the blind and lame the short and tall the wild and tame the great and small with tubs he came and saved them all the skinny round and fat he didn't care at front or rear or head or tail no matter where he didn't fail by skin or hair when once he caught a grip he hauled them in with frightened howls upon the decks as thick as rowels till all the world of living souls were safe in every ship he saved the king of snookeroo he had no trousers on it's true but what is that to me or you he saved them all the same there was no bigotry in pat and hin 
the bustle of the king he stuck a boat hook with a spring and saved him all the same the roshan bear he did not shirk he caught him on a three-pronged fork and wrestling with a furious turk he dumped them on the deck the chinese emperor he squat around a lamp says to pat oh captain take me out of that pat scruffed him be the neck oh do not save the jap he said he had no pigtail on his head the bad pernicious chap but pat hauled in the jap outside a public-house the sign was loaded with the muse's mine they shouted pat ah throw a line we've all been on the drink says pat although i never break the pledge myself here thry and take hold off the teeth of this old rake and rake them in like wink three judges of a country court were by the waters taken short oh throth it must have been the sport to see their dreepin wigs catch on to this said pat o'toole and like a soft good-natured fool he flung a lawyer's lastic rule and dragged them in like pigs we all be innocent in bliss with ne'er a polis but for this the judges shouted do not miss and dashed their dreeping wigs oh save the policemen they cried there's thirteen on a roof outside and with some knotted strips of hide he mopped them in like pigs now ships ahoy says pat we may put out to say without delay and while it's day we'll start away before the rising gale then from a bug old oak three-legged stool he took the sun with a two-foot roll and round the world went pat o'toole and all his feet of sail twas on st swithin's day the wet began and rained for forty days and forty nights it blundered out the thunder lift and right when like a miracle it stopped the sun came out said pat o'toole hurroo there's land ahoy the tops of wicklow are in sight and then he brought his ships round and dropped a cargo everywhere in countries where they'd propagate and where he thought they'd fit he made a present to the blacks of lions and tigers and the serpents and the monkeys and such awkward perquist he gave the esquimaux the bears and with the rushkins left a few and dropped a hungry wolf or two to make the bargain square the mustang and the buffalo the red man of the wilderness to bowed ameriky he gave and still you find him there to hindustan the elephant and hippopotamus he gave the alligator crocodile the simple vulture too devil for tasmania the possum and the parakeet he brought out to australia with the bounding kangaroo he left the isle of man the last 
and give a three-legged cat that passed one day beneath a falling mast and cut her tail in two the only thing he missed in this regard of all the captain done he didn't save the irish elk twas drowned by the flood but still we can't find fault with him he made it up to aaron for he didn't lave a reptile there and did a power of good but while the captain pat o'toole was coastin round and droppin men and elephants and butterflies behind him in his track the ark with noah and his wife and children struck on ararat and spring a leak and all at once became a total rack when noah got his specs and saw by means of different telegrams how pat o'toole had been at work his heart within him sunk says he unto his family let's one of you sit up for me then slipped around the corner and he drank till he got drunk but pat o'toole he always kept the pledge he took before the flood he lived for eighteen hundred years a blameless sort of life and when he died the hill of Howth was built up for his monument and ireland's eye was modelled out in memory of his wife end of poem this recording is in the public domain